Uh, last Sunday we began looking at a little big prayer that was made to God some three and a half centuries ago. It's a seemingly unremarkable prayer which is tucked away in one of the least read books of the Bible. And it's also tucked away in the midst of a list of names, a, a genealogy. And it's spoken by an otherwise unknown bit player of the Bible called Jabez. Now, the first book of Chronicles mainly records the days during the reign of King David. David's reign had already been recorded in 1 Samuel, and now 1 Chronicles is um, it's almost like buying another newspaper, reading the same events but by a different author, looking through a different religious and spiritual lens. King David reigned about a thousand years before Jesus, but 1 Chronicles was written about 500 years after the events that it records. We don't know for sure who the author is, but Jewish tradition has it that Ezra was the author. He authored 1 Chronicles and 2 Chronicles, and then of course there's a book uh, by the name of, of Ezra. Ezra was um, a priest, he was a Levite, but he was also a scribe. And there are many um, things which point to Ezra being the author, and one of those is the fact he was a scribe. And as the word indicates, his job was to scribe out, to write out the scriptures, the law, and even the chronicles of, of the, the, the lives that were lived during his time. So it could be that uh, Ezra was the author of 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, and Ezra as a continuing narrative during this period, a bit like the way Luke wrote uh, his gospel followed by Acts of the Apostles as a continuing narrative in the New Testament and during the uh, early days of the first century church. And within this uh, is this prayer we're going to look at again this morning which Jabez spoke to God. And this is what Ezra writes in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 to 10. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Last week I mentioned that the name of Jabez means pain or sorrow. We don't know why. Maybe it refers to the pain of childbirth, which in this case may have been extreme, maybe a breech birth. Or maybe his mother following childbirth became weak and maybe eventually she died and named him Jabez on her deathbed. Uh, we don't know, we, we can't be sure. However, Ezra introduces Jabez as being more honourable than his brothers. Whatever the reason for Jabez being a real pain, that sorrow was now replaced, and Jabez was more honourable. Again, we do not know in what ways Jabez was more honourable than his brothers. It may be to do with his character, it may be something to do with his devotion to God, and as we can see here, he, he certainly was a praying man. It may be as a result of how God had blessed and rewarded Jabez. Perhaps Jabez had been, uh, had been blessed to the point that he had a greater estate, maybe more tangible blessings than, than even his own brothers. Whatever it was, 
it was more likely as a result of the end of that prayer that we just read that God granted his request. God blessed Jabez's prayer and answered the prayer that he made. This may be what made Jabez more honorable than his brothers. This is the second message in a four-part series, and it isn't difficult to split this prayer into four parts. All that you would bless me, that is what we looked at last week, and enlarge my territory, let your hand be with me, and keep me from harm. So last week we looked at that first line, all that you would bless me, and now we move to the second part of this prayer of Jabez, that he petitioned with God with these words, and enlarge my territory. Oh God, that you would enlarge my territory. Some translations say, enlarge my borders, or to enlarge my coast. Job Jabez was no doubt asking God to increase his real estate, his land, his property, and so on. The message paraphrases that verse, give me land, large tracts of land. Praise Jabez to God. And in Jabez's day, the, the more land that you had, the more provision, security, and influence that you enjoyed. The forefathers of Jabez, you may remember, um, were involved with Joshua in conquering the land of Canaan when they went back into that land after 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. They, um, they captured the cities and they, they, they divided the land up into tribal areas and they settled down into this land that God had given to them. And down in the south of Canaan was two main tribal lands, Benjamin and the larger tribe of Judah. And this was the tribe occupied uh, by, um, by Jabez. And so perhaps there was more to Jabez's prayer than a simple prayer for more real estate. Maybe he wanted more responsibility. Maybe more opportunity to make a mark for the God of Israel. When Jabez cried out, God, enlarge my territory, he was looking at his present circumstances and saying to God, God, surely I was born for more than this. Have you ever thought that? Ever made that prayer yourself? Oh, God, surely I was born for more than this. Sometimes we'd ex- we can express that, can't we, when we, we're going through a difficult time or when we've had a bad day at the office. You know, we really cheese off and we think, oh, God, surely I was born for something more than this I'm having to endure today. But I don't think that is a spirit in which Jabez expressed this prayer. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And as we've already noted, this is no doubt the fact that Jabez answered Jabez's prayer. God granted his request. And so maybe it wasn't a selfish plea for more materialist possessions, but a prayer that God would bless him mightily, like Abraham of old, that, that God would entrust to him the land and property that he might be able to, to praise God and to bless God with all that he had and all that he owned and all that he possessed, that he could use it to not only satisfy his human needs, but more importantly, to bless God. When Jabez wanted something more than this, maybe he was expressing a spiritual aspiration. He wanted to be blessed by God and wanted those blessings to be evident to those around him. He wanted God to trust him with the blessings of God's generosity. 
Now today, in our world, in our culture, we probably won't see this prayer manifesting itself in more land, and we, we won't, won't want more animals here on Oxford Street, certainly. So what would be the equivalent prayer that we might make today? Well, it is still a prayer that God might bless us. That's a good prayer for us to make, that God might bless you and me, that God would manifest his will through each one of us, that God would do his work through our church here at Regent Hall, through the fellowships that you represent if you're visiting this morning. It may be a blessing upon our families, may be a blessing upon our work and upon our careers. Our work may be secular, but that doesn't mean that God isn't interested in our work and in our careers. I'm sure he is. Why wouldn't God want to bless us, make us means of blessing? Why, why would God not want his name to be uplifted in your office, in your workplace, in your school, in your university? Of course God wants to bless you. God is interested in those things which we might uh, just put to one side as secular. You know, we are, we are Christian people. We are godly people. We are blessed people. And God wants to bless us. And he wants us to be seen to be blessed by God because God wants us to be a blessing to other people too. You know, God doesn't just turn up at church. He turns up in the office. He, he turns up in the shop floor. He turns up in the home and in our work and in our relationship. There's no sacred and secular divide with God. He is over it and under it and in it all. And when Jabez prayed this prayer to God, enlarge my territory, he was praying for more blessings, more influence, more of God, more of God's presence and glory upon his life and upon the things that Jabez was responsible for. Jabez had a holy ambition to do more for God and to be more for God. We see this idea expressed in the prophecy of Isaiah when, when God wanted, some years later, following the Babylonian exile, the Jews came back uh, under three returns to, um, to, to Israel and to Jerusalem in particular to rebuild the city, to rebuild the temple. And God gave the people a vision through the prophet Isaiah. And God spoke to Isaiah with these words, Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtain wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cord. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Enlarge the place of your tent. When we had a young family, we used to go camping. There were largely happy memories that we had. We had an occasionally rainy camping trip that we tried to put to the back of our mind, but we enjoyed camping when our children were young. But I do remember, as most people will remember, the first time I tried to put up a tent. We were um, a family of five at that time, and we, we got this trailer tent, and I followed the instructions, putting it all up. And our first thought, once we got this tent up, was, goodness gracious, how are we going to get our family in this tent? It didn't look big enough, it didn't look tall enough. And I got the instructions out, uh, slightly sweating and wondering how we were going to survive this holiday and thinking, where's the nearest tourist information office? We might need a B&B &B 
yet. And I looked at the instructions and suddenly discovered that within the poles of the tent were other poles. And what I hadn't done is push the poles up. And once we did that all around the tent, suddenly the tent became larger. And what I hadn't done, I realized there was some cords that needed pulling out and, and hammering in the pegs. So once we'd done all that, we had a mansion. We had a great tent and we had a great holiday as a result. And I couldn't help but think about that image when I read these words in Isaiah, when God says, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen those cords. I just wonder sometimes whether we just put up that kind of tent I did initially, and we, 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 we limit God, we limit what God wants to do because we just see this, this area of influence that God wants. God is saying, oh, enlarge. Put those poles up. Hammer back those, those cords and lend them. God's got a greater work for you to do. He's got a greater ambition for you and collectively for us as a body of God's people. And that is sometimes how we can live as Christians. Sometimes we make our God too small. Sometimes we settle for a cramped tent uh, conditions when God has so much more in store for each one of us. I wonder whether God is wanting to answer your prayer this morning, to lengthen those cords, to increase your faith, to broaden your sphere of influence. And in conclusion, I want to just for us to consider three thoughts this morning. First of all is this. I want to suggest that we need to pray big prayers. We need to pray prayers far bigger than we're presently praying, I want to suggest. Do we pray for greater things? Do we pray for enlarged responsibilities? One thing Julian will find as a core officer is you do not often find a queue of people queuing up outside the officer's office asking for more work to be done. Rather than office officer is often running around saying, will he please do this, will he please do that? But I wonder whether God is asking you to do more. God is, God is speaking to you to do something that you would probably not, humanly speaking, imagine. I spoke to one young lady yesterday um, at uh, commissioning, and God was speaking to her yesterday. He spoke to her, spoke to Dawn in particular, and, and God is wanting to enlarge the sphere of her influence without, without doubt. And God spoke to her in those special moments yesterday. And maybe God's speaking to you, even here as we meet this morning. It's unfortunately true that we can be in danger of reducing God's impact and influence by limiting the prayers that we make. We do not dare to ask for God something which is far too grandioso, which the core has never done before, which is beyond us, what we can do. You don't want to pray extravagant prayers which take us out of our comfort zone. But why not? Why not initially surprise God, as well as yourself, by praying bigger prayers and, and just then stand back and see what God can do? Why not keep a prayer journal of the prayer requests you make and then go back and just see how God has blessed those prayers? I guarantee that if you pray big prayers that are heartfelt, that are sincere, that are full of holy ambition, God will respond to you in ways that will surprise you. Secondly, and following on from that, think big thoughts. It's so easy to think, isn't it? Just, you know, this is what happens. We come Sunday after Sunday expecting the same things. 
I remember before I was a corps officer, I was a corps sergeant major, and I once, I remember got, getting told off by a retired officer. Now, retired officers, they're, they're lovely people. They're, they are beautiful people. But sometimes they come up with a little bit of chastisement out of their years of experience. I remember once, as a corps sergeant major in my home corps, in the, in the, corps, in the announcement saying, next Sunday our meetings will be as usual. And after the meeting, the retired officer came up to me. He says, Graham, don't ever announce that again. You never know. Next Sunday may not be as usual. God may want to do something more and something greater than all we think or imagine. She was right. Retired officers often are. But maybe we, we need to think those big thoughts beyond our normal thinking. In Genesis chapter 12, we read about Abraham departing to a land God had promised him. The prospects weren't good. He was 75 at the time. He was a retired officer. But God planted big thoughts into Abraham's mind. And when Abraham couldn't think about those thoughts, God said, look at the stars. How many stars do you see? Abraham said, there are hundreds and thousands. And look at the grains of sand on the beach. How many grains of sand do you see? Abraham says, there are hundreds, thousands, millions. God says, so will be your descendants. You may be childless, but you're going to be a father of a great nation. And maybe we need to fill our minds with those kind of thoughts. The idea of thinking big, of course, is found in this well-known verse of Paul. Now to him who is able to do abundantly more than all we ask or think, according to the power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. God can achieve not only what we think, but he is able to do far more than what we think, far more and far abundantly more than all that we think or imagine. And finally, and following on from that, praying big prayers, thinking big thoughts, results in doing big deeds. Ever thought like Jabez? Surely I'm meant for more than this. Ever thought that you really would like to make a difference? Having the Jabez mentality is also a step in the right direction. Once you decide to pray big prayers and think big thoughts, God will do things. God will do things that will surprise you. How do I know? Well, I, I see it happening. I've, I see it happening in the Bible. I've seen it happening um, through my ministry over the years. God is sometimes really the most surprising people in our importance to do the most incredible things. If you don't mind me, Oh, no, she's not in our meeting. She's gone out with the young people. That's good. Because I'm just going to embarrass Haley. Haley's a lovely uh, Korean girl, member of our congregation here. She just recently come back from a mission in Nepal. She's gone out there and done great things for God. Haley, who's a, one of my, my most quiet and humble of, uh, of congregation members. And she's gone out to Nepal. And on a great mission, those of us who have been in our meeting this afternoon will hear a little and see a little of how God has surprised Haley over these past weeks. Hannah is in an orphanage in Africa just now. I'm sure God is amazingly doing great things through Hannah as well. 
He'll do the same thing through the members of the International Staff Songsters. We've got several members in our corps as they go out to Africa, not only to sing, but to do great things. God will bless them too. And God will do it here as well. I hope you've all got a copy of the Mission Development Plan. If not, you can get it from us. You can get it by email. Here there's 20-odd pages where 30-odd people in our core have put together aspirational plans for our core. God, we want to do more through our core. We want you to do greater things. We don't just want to see it in Abram and Isaac and Jacob and Jabez. We want to see it today. And dear God, will you take and bless all that we thought, all that we imagined, and now do greater things through us. Are you ready? Are you ready to pray those big prayers, to think those big thoughts, to do those big deeds? Are you ready to pray the Jabez prayer? Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me, keep me from harm, so that I will be free from pain. Oh, that we can pray that prayer we can work towards something bigger that God wants to do through your life and through my life. Dr. William Carey, speaking many years ago, in 1792, speaking to the Baptist Association meeting in Northampton, said these words, which I know will be well known to many of you. Expect great things from God. Attempt great things for God. Expect great things from God attempt great things for God. I pray that we will knock down the barriers. I pray that we will smash the boundaries, that we will expand our horizons, expand the sphere of our influence, that as Christians we'll live on the edge of all that God wants to do through each one of us. And I hope with me you can say a mighty amen to all that. Amen.